Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, everyone. Welcome back for our weekly podcast where we take time to unpack what God did in the previous weekend services, look ahead to what's coming. And Jim, you got to bring the message this past weekend. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Time. We're going to take some time to uh, dive into the details of it. But first and foremost, the most important detail, what did your mom have to say? That's right. About I'm not service? sure if you know this, by the way, all of you tune in. My mother is a member of our community, but online member. And we just, first of all, let me just pause and say, um, if you have an online relationship to Effort to Community Church, we just want to give a thumbs up to that, yeah. right? We don't want to create ever this second class citizen thing. Like right. if you can't be in our physical midst, we know this, our Holy Spirit is able to do things over and above what, under, uh, Got that? Over and above what we ask yep. or even think. And we believe that extends yep. to our online community. My mom's in York County, watches us from there. And, you know, I love to get the text from her uh, mm -hmm. in the afternoons. Almost every Sunday afternoon, I get a text from her about our service. Yeah. And, you know, when I speak, it's always extra special or long. <laughs> and her big thing this week was like, no comment about the message. It was like, just the way you pastors all love each other. And then, she, and then she goes off on how the Lord commands yeah. a blessing over unity. And That's I just cool. want to say that it's yeah. true, man. When you, we're not being disingenuous. We have a mutual admiration society of just recognize the gifts that are in Matt, Dan, Kevin, Benita, go down the line, yeah. Heidi. And just so thrilled to be a part of a team that's carrying that. And I guess it does command a blessing. Yeah. Right? I noticed you didn't say Wes or Chris in that. Yeah, we'll mention that to them. They're in Brazil, man. If they were here, I might have. Okay, maybe not. But all that to say, way to blow the blessing, buddy. Hey, it's all in good fun. That's right. But I just want to say that, you know, um, it also, I think a number of people commented to, I just took some time yesterday to speak about the weightiness or the blessing that's on some of our leaders right. and then my appreciation of you and Dan. And that was just coming from such a, a personal and sincere spot, but how many people commented to it. And it just reminds me how much spiritual trauma there is yeah. around church leadership that's out there. And, you know, we just want to speak peace and blessing over the journey of being able to fully engage with the community simply because you find the leadership is steadfast or trustworthy. Right. We can't fabricate that or make it up. But we just want to say this to those of you who walk that path of spiritual trauma in that area, our hearts go out to you and we hope that you find safety here. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, very quick story. Through tears, a gentleman was sharing how impactful that was to him personally. And, mm. and him and I, and I had a great talk, but it... I don't know. I left that conversation thinking like, wow, like yeah. that really meant a, a lot. Just, stimulus, right? Just to observe yeah. like you guys are just great, you know, just the way you interact with each other. is So, I don't know, just really endearing to people. They feel they can trust this place because of that. And uh, so uh, feel free to compliment me in front of everyone. Dude, anytime, anytime. you want. That's the other thing. Yeah. For I think the, the sake other... of the spirit moving, of course. Yeah, and that's another thing. Sometimes people say, you know what, is big church needed? I just want to say this, that there's something where big fits where small doesn't sometimes. Sounds weird, but it's true. And small fits where big doesn't sometimes in the sense of communities that have different callings. And big fits in a situation where we're able to have different personalities like the Kevins or the Matts or the Dans or the Benitas up front who's going to be next week. Right. And that's right. one thing about 
big or a larger church is being able to be able to offer multiple expressions that are able to bring about what the Lord's doing. And so yeah. deeply appreciative of all those yeah. characters. And I'm yeah. glad if it ministers to people. Well, speaking of, you just mentioned bring about what the Lord is doing. Yeah. You know, people watching, there's a pretty elaborate process that goes into in and out of each weekend service. And in fact, this year, uh, if you've been paying attention at all, this entire year was kind of like determined from week one, which would be about Christ being formed in us, represented by us to the world around us, right? And so the representation of Christ being formed in us has been a huge theme this whole year. Mm-hmm. However, uh, and, and I say that to say there's, there's so many, we know weeks in advance, who's speaking, mm-hmm. what the theme's going to be and all that. But this past weekend wasn't necessarily like that. Uh, a little bit of a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought it'd be fun if you'd share like what that experience was, how it came about, you know, for people watching. Like, it's not always like, hey, we know exactly what we're saying oh, and how goodness. it's going to go. Yeah. This one kind of came about differently. How that yeah, happened? I think it is important to talk about the ways of God, not just, you know, the acts or like the way he went about pulling things off. I wasn't supposed to be speaking this weekend. Um, we were supposed to have another speaker, but a series of events and just then schedule realignments push Dan forward one week. So Dan was supposed to be this weekend. We put him on last week. And then we were still holding out hope for the individual that was supposed to be filling that slot to cover for this weekend. Then we made a decision that it wasn't a fit. So I found out in the week leading up. Now I had given Kevin a hint that Kevin, if anything continues to go sideways is the wrong word to use in this situation, but right. but it felt sideways at the moment. Now we're looking at it like, mm, might have been the Lord in that. Sure. Right? We, um, I said, hey man, I just want you to know I'd be available. And um, I just, uh, and here's why I said it to him. About four weeks ago, um, I would have been meditating on something in my personal devotional life. And I'll just be very specific about what it is. I'm wrestling over what it means for God to put his name on a people. And that's also then linked scripturally to, oh, he oftentimes links that to where my face is towards you, where my presence is with you, yeah. which is also then linked to, I will put my goodness or my glory in your presence, which is what I ended up talking about. So I was... Due to some things we're believing in leadership that the Lord might have spoken to us about him putting his name on us, I had just in my personal times been reflecting on this. But about four weeks ago, I noticed something. I can tell the rare times in my personal devotional life where what I've been reflecting on is starting to get a corporate feeling to it. Like Even when I'd be driving and thinking about it, I would realize I'm almost like teaching myself it. Like... Rather than yeah, just reflecting yeah, on it, I'm like, oh, there's a principle in that. And there's a principle you find in yourself that. preaching and teaching. I, it's yeah. funny. Like, I'm actually there. My teaching gift towards myself is coming out. And yeah. then that's when I've learned through the years. It's like, hold a second. I wonder if the Lord's taking this out of my private place mm-hmm. and pulling it. And you have to be careful when you're an upfront leader that you don't do that all the time. That is not a healthy dynamic, right, dude? Right. I mean, you've been there, right? And, but every once in a while, the Lord will do this. And I felt it happening to where about two weeks ago, I turned to Rachel. We were on vacation in Ocean City, Maryland for a couple of days. And I said, hey, love, this, this is weird because this is reaching a point of something that feels like the Lord wants to minister it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my schedule and like, I'm not due to be up front um, till December. And every other speaking thing I have between then and like the apologetics conference, it's a fixed topic or right. HSM curriculum. Right fixed. And I said, this is weird. Then then all of a sudden this opportunity opens to share. So I don't want to, you got to be careful with what I'm about to say next as if because that played out that way, I had the word of the Lord. I didn't. I felt like I had an opportunity to express something the Lord's been showing me about 
his weightiness and his goodness arriving in a place and what it does when it shows up, that I was just supposed to put one little piece of the puzzle out there and entrust it to whoever carries that piece next or adds to it, Benita next week, not even just upfront ministry, what's going on in worship, what's going on in our discipleship, take one step stuff. I think the Lord, and let me get straight to the point, I think the Lord is building a people that can handle more of his presence. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to put it any other way. And I just want us to say yes to that possibility. Right. And I don't want us to try to overperform in that either, because that can happen if you sense the Lord's doing something in the future that he's offering you, you begin to try to fix everything to get there. Right. And I just want to say this, no, I feel the Lord's offering us something about more of his glory and his goodness and his presence in our midst. Yeah. And I just want to say, man, if it starts to happen, are we willing to lift the gates off yeah. and say, whatever you want to do, Lord. Right. Yeah, I'm a big fan of word pictures, metaphors. Jesus obviously was speaking in parables and the kingdom of heaven is like this. The word of God is like that. Um, you used one in your message, which was very humorous, very relatable, but yet helped me at least understand God and how he moves. And it would be you and Renner, Renner and man. Renner cannot contain the love you have for him. It would destroy him, That's right. right? That And that whole reality, I've been there, I got kids, like the I full I weight of who it. I am literally in my strength Correct. and wanting to, I, want I to have do to this. throttle yeah. how much exactly. I hold him. Right. right, and I loved that picture, one, because it sets up, oh, I know exactly what you're saying, but then it helps I'm going to give you a moment to speak to this. It pivots us to then posture before the Lord and say, God, mm. I I understand that you've throttled yourself towards me for, for appropriate reasons. And yet, if you have more for me, I want that too. Right. Build in um, me the resilience, the space right. to hold your increased weightiness. Correct. Your increased power. Right. In my, and by power, I'm not talking external power that we then give away. It's just like receive the heaviness of who you right. are, man. Yeah. I, how much more can... I'm out of words. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, you have the Moses picture where Moses was close enough to him at that point to, to call God's bluff at one... I mean, it's not a bluff to say, I'll send an angel before you. Yeah. But Moses goes, hey, I think there's more than just you sending an angel. Right. First of all, the intimacy in that, mm-hmm. that a man... And you know that little joke I made, like, heaven had to, like, come yeah. to a standstill for a moment right. to go, you just ask right. for more. And then to see God unfurl and say, I will show you my goodness. Right. But by the way, I have to actually protect you from the fullness of it. Um, so I just simply say this. I keep bringing it back to the community. I don't think this is just a gym or a mat thing or a super inspired leader that then creates the momentum for others. I think the Lord is looking at us and saying, I might be willing to increase my passing by you right (laughs) um and i just want to figure that out i think it's super appropriate that this type of message finds itself within our neighboring series Mm -hmm. and the reason being uh, maybe more indirectly of course it's all unto its direct direct hit right on the outcome which is you encounter god in this way and it's no longer some type of religious obligation that i got to tell people about jesus it is a I've encountered him and the woman at the well, John 4, she goes back to her hometown, her people that she relates to, and say, you have to meet this man. And the whole hometown gets saved, and then they say, we believe no longer because of your testimony or what you said, because we encountered him. And there's this, God is available to be encountered by people, 
not just within a church, but in a region, which is what we're believing for, just the awareness of the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and finding itself within a neighboring series, I think, is perfect because as we avail ourselves to the Lord moving in our lives, the outcome of that is mm-hmm. um, you're bearing witness of oh, who this mm-hmm. God is. Your face is glowing and people see it. Exactly right. Now, whether they know what to do with it or not, I mean, Jonathan, John Wesley used to say, to the ministers he was training, you know, you light yourself on fire, people will come and watch you burn. Right. Yep. And, 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 uh, but here's what's interesting. I think that's not an appeal just to, again, the gym or the mats or the bonitas. It is a welcoming to this community. I will teach you how to be lit on fire, to be unveiled. Um, but we have, that is a yes. Like, it took Moses asking for it. This was not something God offered and then waited for Moses. Right. Moses says, I think I'd like a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, and Matt, you hit something there. Thank you, because Rachel asked me later in the day after I did, she goes, well, do you think, how do you think you did with all that? And I, and you're still carrying, when you, when you have enough upfront time, you're able to rejoice in something you did, but also assess it. Sounds a lot like David's wife when he was dancing and he said, you know, you're embarrassing yourself. Exactly right, Jim. You did it again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but um, How do you think you did with that, Jim? I just remember thinking, well, did I, there's this part of me that thinks I was forcing it too much to fit into the neighboring series. Sure. Well, first of all, I got to remember. Even to the, the extent that you did? Yeah. Like, in other words, was I forcing it? But then I was like, okay. no, I did not force that. There is something about neighboring that is about certain disciplines we can do to remind ourselves. Of course. But there is another thing about, man, you understand the weight of glory on God, therefore on you, therefore on your neighbor. Yeah. It is a trickle-through effect. Right. And it's not even just an, an, a logical or mind, like, I understand it now and I'll act differently. It's an encounter with a God who, who marks you. You're changed by him. Mm. Um, at least that would be my personal way that I have been transformed by God. Mm. Uh, so I don't know what stream of the church that finds itself in, Jim, in light of your ICL course. Um, but like, I firmly hold to this belief out of Second Corinthians 3, beholding the Lord is in a mirror then transformed into his image. Like if you want to be like Christ, who was so desirable, everybody ran up to him, he influenced all the crowds, people were hanging on every word, receiving him, in his teaching, and of course he worked miracles. Um, You want to be like Christ, um, representing the the Father the way he did? Like, you need to behold him. It begins with, so we are postured as a church to say, Lord, reveal your glory to us. Uh, We say yes to this. Uh, And and, and I think the fruit of that encounter is likeness. We are like Christ. And it brought up another thing in me too, or at least in this season I am, Jim, you become like the people you hang out with. Um, And so even there, what if someone would have looked at Moses' glowing face and said, I wonder if I could have something. Yeah. Right? Like you go Joshua was like that. Yeah, Joshua did. I mean, here he is, and we're told clearly, Moses would go home from the tent meeting, yeah. and Joshua, the son of Nun, would still be sitting there yep. eavesdropping. Exactly. He wanted it. Yeah. So when the leadership transition came, it's the first time in recorded human history we have a leadership transition that's not based in nepotism, being the child of, yeah. or in a coup, a bloody coup. And it is because someone said, I think I can have something yeah. that that guy has. Yeah, and, and it helps highlight what God prioritizes in people, which is a heart after his own. That's right. Um, 
And that's one of the so reasons good. I look at, you know, you know, uh, taking one step or uh, doing connect group. It's not just about, oh, what will I learn from their freedom course? It's about being around God's people who are wrestling right. with freedom. Oh, it's not just about what I'm going to learn about the biblical foundations of the prophetic. Right. It's about being around a people who are wrestling God over prophetic ministry right. in this world. Right. And I could go on. It's not just about a connect group like, oh, I wonder what their connect group format's about. It's about being around a people who understand the power of fellowship to bring security, resilience, and freedom. Mm -hmm. um, that is what we're saying yes to over and over. And, and so I just want to continue to reiterate there is something about being a people together in this season. We yeah. even believe some of the words that are being released under this community are for the community. And that even those of us who want it, even this whole thing about God's more of his goodness and glory and his presence in our midst this fall. I may not get to see it because mm -hmm. it's not just about Jim Ehrman and his spiritual disciplines or his, his saying yes. I believe I'm asking, actually turning to a people and saying, could we do this together? Like there's a part of me that if my performance side wants to pull the fast forward from January to like October and say, if the Lord's saying he wants to come to our house, come on, let's do something together right. that we are saying we're preparing the house, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying we should do that. I just, yeah. there's a part of me that is to the hundred or so of you that are going to watch. I don't know. I'm making up numbers now. Would you just literally hear my appeal now and say, would you say to the Lord this week, Lord, if the, what they're saying is true, man, speak, your servants are listening, right. and right. just let the Lord move us to yep. something, um, and then see what happens, right? Because yep. um, if he's coming to our house, Zacchaeus didn't send messengers ahead to fix things, didn't panic. It just says he immediately got down and went with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, I just want us to, let's go with you. Yeah. Whatever this means at the other end when we get there. It's so good. And you get to the other end, and, and it's no small thing for this man to say, I am transformed, and I'll give away four times, even if I don't even have my, profession, my possession anymore, because the Lord's going to so meet me in what I've taken from this world. You know, that's, that's going to be pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, as an invitation, thrilled, man, we have Benita up this week. Come on, how often do we get? Yeah. And I even forgot she was going to be up when I'm... Right. Up there talking about when I see the way to glory occasionally show up, when Benita starts tearing into a stronghold, literally take cover. Mm -hmm. Something's coming down, right? Um, and then it's so thrilled. That she she's... better deliver this weekend. I know, <laughs> man. No pressure, girl. It's on you. <laughs> oh, that's so that's good. good. So stuff. that is coming up. Are we, are we starting a new series? Or are we continuing on? Yeah, we're moving into the You Asked About Him series. Oh, that's right. It starts yep. this week. And remember, right. that's the series where we wrote you and said, hey, what? We're trying to have Christ, we're staring at Christ to have him formed in us, right? So we're still in the Gospels. <laughs> Whether you like the fact that I jumped to Exodus or not this week, um, uh, we're still in the Gospels. And, um, and I'm just simply, we're simply saying, Lord, what were some of the things? And Benita took one of those topics and she'll be up this week. Then Kevin's awesome. up next. It's going to be a fun little lineup yeah. as we wrestle through so these. I don't want to say the hard things of Jesus, but the, the delightful complexities of right. what it means for God to be among us and to be talking to us. Right? so good. I'm excited about that. Thanks for your message Art and this past Push that thing weekend. Well, the, the group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, we just launched our fall semester, but we have two groups that haven't launched yet. The Art of Neighboring, which will be up in a couple of weeks. These are all on the uh, groups page, the Take One Step page of our website. 
the growth group, the art of neighboring, and then the ICL course, Tim Valentino, Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament survey. survey. And he's as good as it gets on it. Now. Yeah. So that'll be coming up in a couple of weeks as well. That's the Institute for Christian Learning on the uh, ECC page. You can find it there. Uh, Jim, thanks for the message this My past pleasure, weekend. Man. You are above average. If I I'll take it, dude. So Seventy four percent or a ninety two, whichever one you mean. I'll take it. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in this week. Look forward to being with you again next week. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.